Hi everyone, and welcome to High Scores High Stakes, the podcast that thinks it plays games, but apparently we only buy them. I'm your host as always, <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover, and with me is my co-host. Good evening, Lover, it's Tomahawk here. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, another week, another non-regulation episode, I guess? No, apparently non-regulation, the regulation games are never coming back, mate. At this no, show. that's it, we're uh, <laughs> TBC forever cancelled, the end. Yep, yep. And the avid viewers, the eagle-eyed viewers amongst you will not recognize these two gentlemen with us. We have another guest episode. Guest episode. And who we have here is Josh and Darren from the Discount Pod. Thank you very much for coming on, gentlemen, at, at last minute as well. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Pulled us out of a hole big time. I mean, yeah. it's sort of shows, it shows us how gamers are, though. We've got no social lives. We just, uh, <laughs> we're sat in front of the computer anyway. Why not just uh, do something different? <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is turn on the ring light and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> so the discount pod. Take the take the stage, gentlemen. What is the discount pod? Just in case any of our listeners are unaware of it. Oh, it's a bargain bin gaming podcast. <laughs> um, basically, uh, we have two episodes. The main episode, we uh, get together, me, Darren, and the other host, Keris. We buy each other a random budget game based on a topic from our random genre generator, which has ranged from everything from horses, superpowers, embarrassing games, anime, bull <laughs> is what it was called. Um, and then we get together and we argue over which was the best one, awarding points, eventually just try not to lose, because the loser, as we found out last time, Keris had to stream for 20, well, until she completed Resident Evil 8 in a single stream. Um, and But she actually rage quit and came back and finished it off another day. But uh, she, I think the stream was about nine, ten hours or something like that, Darren. I think it was around that. It was getting time. up there, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's impressive numbers. What made her rage quit? What part? Actually, yeah, um, it was, you know, uh, the propeller man that comes oh, at God, you. Oh, God, yeah. No, yes. I would rage quit that. Yes. She'd run out of ammo, and it was just a case oh. of just running into the propeller over and over again, hoping for a different outcome. Um, <laughs> but she was dressed as Lady D as well the whole time, so it was nice to see Lady D lose control of the situation in a different way than normal. <laughs> That's incredible. It really does. That sounds incredible. Resident Evil, what a game, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's a great game. Um, I'm actually looking to go get the uh, platinum for it. It's uh, one of my backlog games, uh, but I'm planning <laughs> on doing that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's one of our episodes. And the other one, we uh, discuss all the things that happened in the month. So news, what we've been playing, and the PS Plus lineup because we're all PlayStation shills over here. Yep, a little nice. bit, of, a little bit of Switch, but sorry, Microsoft. Uh, well, <laughs> I say that. I say that but Darren's we, now got Game Pass, so we're yeah. now... We're Buy now a little bit of Switch. <laughs> you mean we look wistfully at Switch games we've bought and go, maybe one day. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. That's all. There's already so though, much uh, Mario. Oh. Tom's going to do the traditional. We have done eight minutes, and we've had a Capcom reference, so that is a, a record yeah. for high scores, high stakes, nice. isn't it? It, it, it probably is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think there's been references earlier than this. I'm pretty sure about two minutes in. It's almost an intro with Lover Lover. I'm sure he's like said something there. I we also want to say sponsored. congratulations, Tom, for not being the last person to be introduced on the podcast this week. It's, oh, yeah. it's a change. Yes. <laughs> right now, what well I done. love and crave. Thank you so much, Darren. Here comes you our... build a hierarchy. <laughs> I know where I sit. <laughs> We're going to get our first one-star review after this. 
Tom wasn't last. I hadn't even thought I'd move backwards in this one. I'm normally in the middle of interactions. I've got worse. <laughs> so I'm presuming for everyone listening, Discount Pod, Spotify, Apple, Google, yeah. YouTube, the whole shebang. Everywhere you get podcasts. And if you want a longer one, we do a longer version on uh, YouTube, which is where all our Twitch streams go as well. So we're also on Twitch. Everything's Discount Pod with two Cs because we think we're really clever and funny um with our name but we're not and i should not be allowed to name things it's pretty much really landed that's <laughs> <laughs> why we're never having a kid <laughs> no it's very much if you enjoyed the episode but you feel like it could use more incoherent yelling youtube that's it love it love it everyone Who doesn't it love people yelling. yelling over the top exactly. of each other for, for no reason it I mean, for the public yeah it sometimes we leave it in the episode <laughs> it made pewdiepie a billionaire so exactly you know, and loads of other ones. He was like, "I can scream too. I can oh. scream." Listen, we're on our way. <laughs> That's like it's like my last episode of my old YouTube channel where I played PT. Oh, there was screaming done on that. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm not sure. All I'm that not sure. <laughs> all that survived was the little six second soundbite of the jump scare that Lover received, and that is that was my text alert for the best part of ten years. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> I do not blame you. We have the same, uh, an old host of ours, Paul, streamed um, him playing Call of Duty when it did Warzone, and it was all the spooky boxes. And we had we had a six second clip of him just screaming as he opened a box that had a ghost in it. And it was every day in the chat just sending it to him. So things don't change. Things don't change. <laughs> well, once again, thanks very much for agreeing to come on, gents. So we I do appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. Um, which brings on to what is high scores, high stakes. Usually high scores, high stakes is for PlayStation gamers competing with one another in PlayStation game challenges for the right to take away the now traditional high scores, high stakes cup, which is a literal cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this is our side quest, still on side quest. A couple more and then we'll get back into season play. Fingers crossed. Tom? So anyway, that's the yeah, plan. Well, yeah. There was a lot more um, R&D to do, but yes, we'll get there. <laughs> yes, a lot more than, than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> um, um, but tonight's episode, what we're going to be discussing then is we're going to be discussing games that are in our backlog that probably shouldn't be in our backlog, I think is the best way of putting it. <laughs> I know my ones. My my one is like, why is it still there? I have no idea because it has it has no right to be there. It should have been played a very 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 long time ago. And in fact, the one I'm going to be talking about, yeah, I thought I was going to play it about two years ago, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um, before we get into that, though, Tom, uh, game of the month, game of the month club. It's, we have started this month. That's right. Yes. So we have. Yeah, so every month, what we're nearing as well. Yeah, the, the the deadline is coming. Um, basically, we're going. What we are doing is we are picking a game every single month, uh, playing through it, and then we will create a bonus episode every month, deep dive reviewing that game. January's is Metal Gear Solid from nineteen ninety eight, PlayStation One classic. I am making great progress in it. Um, I say for the third time, I'm at Sniper Wolf One. Oh, um, really? Mm. Yeah, it's, I'm about at the same as well. So I'm not. It's it's going to be a, a, a an endeavor the next like seventy two hours to get this finished. Really, yeah. Oh, 
you wait for the stairwell where you need to put a bunch uh, of claymores behind you. That's yes. the next. That's the next hurdle. That's where I've stopped on my current playthrough of it. <laughs> yeah, this is my third sort of go at it. I started playing up my Steam Deck and then my emulator decided, no, I'm just going to randomly queue random FMVs and crash the old game and corrupt saves and everything. Move to the PlayStation Classic, and then of course, four kids. TV time is limited, so I've sort of fixed. The emulator and sort it's working it's working fingers crossed it continues to work otherwise metal gear salt would never be finished never be finished <laughs> what an intro to our first of a, a series of 12 where we hope but anyway yeah none of us <laughs> finished the game there's some massive games in there metal gear salt for all of its faults is a very 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 short game and so that should make this one theoretically one of our easiest ones and that's why we picked it first eight hours says i i was gonna say it's about seven eight hours to, yeah. to complete it <laughs> I, I, I give it eight hours. I'm two hours and three minutes into it. I'm at Sniper Wolf 1. And the reason I'm at Sniper Wolf 1 is because I keep on blooming failing that torture scene. <laughs> keep on oh, failing it. God. And it, there's no saves, uh, no continues. It's just like, yeah, get back to your last save there, please. And every time I was like, I'll save after I kill Sniper Wolf this time. But no, because I always walk that one step too far and then get captured every Jeez, single yeah. time. <laughs> every single time. But there's more of that coming in the next couple of weeks, I would say. First week of plan, I think release the plan. first week of Feb and then go from there again. Once, the cycle repeats. Once we can get Cardinal and Sherry in front of their computers and recording again, that's when that episode is going to go live. But time will tell. They're elusive at the minute. They're like look, shiny Pokemon. Look forward to March. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> December 31st is going to be lit, boys. <laughs> Call <laughs> them all, drop them all, same day. All 12, yeah, one go. Perfect. Happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what we're hoping to do for that episode as well is get listeners' views and critiques of Metal Gear Solid. So if you want to do that, make sure you head over to Discord. The link is in the description below. Or if you don't like Discord or don't have Discord, then get yourself over to highscoreshighstakes.com. There is a poster, Game of the Month. Go in there and leave a comment, and we will read out the, the good ones. The good ones. The ones with some solid critique, not just the ones called Melgar Solid. Terrible, terrible, terrible game. It's aged poorly. And some, it has some solid snake reviews, is what we're looking for, is it? <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. Anyone who answers the question, is Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid one the sexiest protagonist of all time? Is guaranteed a readout. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. He's, he's glorious. He's better in he's better in uh, Super Smash Bros. He's he's definitely a thick boy in that one. He's uh, yes. he's, he's a bit more juiced up in uh, the original Metal Gear Solid. Not um, Super Smash Bros. So. Yeah. He also looks rather good in Fortnite. They announced him the other day. Oh yes, his model for that looks really all, good. All iterations of Snake and that. Yep, yep. His own game is just holding him back. <laughs> That's it. Just, just takes other platforms to elevate yeah. him. It's real sad the stealth games are dying, isn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, with all the plugs out of the way, that leads me to say, Darren, what are you playing? I came in really planned with what I was playing and then finished it like half an hour before we sat down um, because I just love to find whatever PS Plus put out and then play that to no end. I've been playing the wonderful Nobody Saves the World, oh, yes, nice. which is a very delightful little game that loses some steam in the middle, but... Held my attention, you know. Nice yeah. little uh, 
What did it give me vibes? It gave me vibes of... I don't know if anyone's played Chicory. Mm-hmm. No, that I'm sort not. of style of game. Um, it's sort of evocative of Link to the Past. I call it like the original sin of this style <laughs> of game, which is like blank overworld, caves, running around, progressing the story bit right. by bit, different towns, different things, but with its own little gimmick of transformations. So you, you get to be an egg, don't you? You no. do get to be an egg. You get uh, to be an okay. egg. That's 10 you out of 10. You get to be an egg. And you start off as... Um... We ask plenty of times how many times we want to be an egg in games, and, you know, this is obviously technical so boxes right now. Don't offer it. It's Billy Hatcher in this. Hashtag bring back Dizzy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start off like you're nobody, and then you get a rat, and then the next two are like knight and archer. But it builds up from there, so you end up like robot, necromancer, rogue, mermaid, okay. ghost. And it's just each one has its own little abilities, own little challenges, and you eventually get the ability to like mix and match them. Okay. So oh, nice. like the one of the best abilities later on is you have the knights one where you can block damage and repel it. So you put that on a really bulky one like the bodybuilder or the dragon, and you just go around one shotting people with their own attacks. Incredible. Nice it's, it's great fun. It's like I did it in about 18, 20 hours, I think, for first run, and then there's New Game Plus, which just makes some little edits. Just the, the revenge tour. Give everybody yeah. give you a hell. Basically. Hell yeah, love it. I love New Game Plus when it does that. It's <laughs> like, go in and just decimate everything. Just give it a hell the first yeah. time. <laughs> love New Game Plus when you don't have to pay for it. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's <laughs> the best. <laughs> Everyone's favourite. Now, 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 there's a lot to be said for paying for basic gaming functions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be too harsh on modern game developers. There's a lot of money and time spent on it, I hear. <laughs> Anything else other than nobody saves the world, Darren? Or... Well, what I'm looking forward to getting back to afterwards, so I'm going to skew it into what I will be playing, mm. is I'm uh, picking back up Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay, yeah. Which I played like five hours of and in the fashion which i always do said this was fun put it down for like three months yep. <laughs> oh, i not yeah. help myself uh but i'm really looking forward to getting back to that because it's a nice blend in fact i saw a discussion earlier today where people were arguing over what was better of assassin's creed one or two two i was saying like two is the better core game but one is the better like conceptually in how it's mm-hmm. approaching the concept mm-hmm. of the assassin's creed yeah and what I like about Mirage so far is it seems to be blending those two ideals. Like, they've come back full circle yeah, after yeah. doing, what, Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla, to we're going back to the small scale, we're going back to, like, the AC1 style, but we now know how to make it fun, because we've had, okay. what is it, 2023 from most seven, like, 16 years to work yeah. out how to make this game fun. They figured it out. Awesome. So I'm really looking forward to getting back to that. It's a great awesome. game. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to have it back from you, Darren. <laughs> in time. In time. Uh, well, here, we've all been there with that. I, Assassin's Creed, everyone I've, I know who's played it has said it's amazing. Mm. Mirage, there's like a real return to form for it. I hate it. The origins and that sort of style, it was just bloated. A mess. Mm. 
it's, it it's funny. Everyone loves Odyssey, and I think it might be the weakest of the three of their their new ones. But you know, again, bloated is the issue. They just mm-hmm. added too much in there. They can, they continue with that though, aren't they? They're doing two different styles of Assassin's Creeds going forward. So they could be like this Mirage one and these massive open RPG ones. Um, we'll see. How, is it Japan's the next one? Japan, Japan's yeah. One. yeah. At last, and it'll be here's a thousand side quests. Here's a tiny portion of map. Have a blast. Go nuts. Yeah. And I'll play all of them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six here's months a... after it comes out. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> here's a map with Fog of War, but you can still see all of our icons on the map. <laughs> all you need to do is see what building's there. <laughs> yeah, I need to know where I'm going. God. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tomahawk? Tell me. What are you playing? So I've gone in a very uh, simple. Darren here. I've gone for the um, PlayStation Plus catalog for mine. I am playing Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. Uh, a game I did not realize was a sequel because true to form <laughs> because true to form, Tom doesn't realize that games exist. He just plays what shows up. <laughs> Recently like in the plague. <laughs> But I think the, the thing, I think the other one was on PS Plus. It was about a year ago, years ago, a monthly yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, it's kind of plays out though in a way that you don't necessarily. There might be little types, little bits of like dialogue, and a little maybe one character has appeared, and that was the bit of the giveaway that I was like, hold on, was was there a game before this? And for the most part, though, you wouldn't think it kind of just if you feel like you just dumped in the middle of the story, you kind of and you and you're just going to figure things out as you go. Um, it's a beautiful game, absolutely stunning. And I'm getting a lot of Last of Us vibes mm-hmm. all right the way through it. I don't have, have any of you played it yet. Yeah, so I've played I've platinumed the first one and I've played this one as well to about halfway through it. And, you know, I planned on coming back to it at some point. Um, yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, it is beautiful. I, I get what you mean, Last of Us. It's very much that sort of crouch behind a wall, wait for someone to pass, throw a rock to yeah. distract him, off I go. That sort of vibe, which is, yeah, it's not survivalist. The game, it yeah, it's not survivalist as such, but it, like the game nearly forces the stealth onto you, but like mm-hmm. you get the perks and you get bonuses for, like if you're an opportunist, so if you're like using el- the elements to distract guards, or if you actually find yourself having to use your sling and have to kill enemies to get through you get bonuses based on what which path you, you pick but uh i'm about chapter 10 so i think there's like 15 16 chapters into it now so that tail end so it's I, i'm really 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 enjoying it. i'm i thought i was gonna pack in pretty quick and i'm now going oh actually i'm pretty committed to this now that's how the first one was it was a real slow burn wind up and then the end you're like oh no i need to see how this finishes otherwise exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll feel like i've missed out now what i did was i played the first like five or six chapters with the english uh dialogue the english subtitles and everything so and then i was listening to another podcast who had reviewed this and then said actually it's a bit better because it's set in france during the plague during uh, the french inquisition do the dialogue in french it'll do it far more justice to it and Say magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. it, it just adds another layer to it. You actually kind of feel like you're part of the the world that they've created, as opposed to these are English actors playing French characters. It, it just I, I'm really really digging on it at the minute. I, yeah, I, 
I can see Darren look at me knowing that I'm going to say something about this. The first one, um, the, there's the same voice actors, but they've got French lilts to their accents in the first one. Okay. And for some reason, the second one, they decided, no, do it straight voices, just do your English accents. So they cut a bit out of it and the immersion is dropped entirely for it for some reason. They're, they're I too I English, yeah. There yeah. are two English as, a, as an accent for being... Uh, Amicia Darun is a very French sounding name and Hugo as well. So I was a bit sort of taken aback thinking maybe they're like migrants or some description you know that in that sort of way of speaking and i'm like nope they're they're french they're just they're just voiced yeah. by english actors yeah i know yeah. i know i know how i sound but i was rooting for them to die which was problem because like <laughs> you sound you sound like you, you know you're going to boarding school i don't i don't care for you you know you've not had that hard a life <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, it's a good wee puzzler at times as well. It's actually, it, it's not one that the solutions are always as clear as day. You do have to sort of think about what you're doing, but great game. And it's one that I think has gone under a lot of people's radars. Obviously for me, if I'm not realizing that there was a, a first title. <laughs> can't the, believe the, the first one That's for me incredible. is like, uh, similar to what I said about Assassin's Creed, the first one to me is one of those where I played a chapter of it. Went, that was really good. Yeah. See ya. It's been like months. <laughs> yeah, I did. But one I did day, I, I always joked with um, with Josh for a good year. I had a period of my time where, on the PS5, I would install Play Tale Innocence and the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'd stare at them both <laughs> for a month, and then I'd delete them to make room for other things. <laughs> and I finally played Final Fantasy earlier this year, so maybe or uh, early last year, so maybe it's now Play Tale's time. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Let's be, let's be honest here. A pattern at the minute, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what what you were saying about changing the language into the native language, I did exactly the same thing with um, Ghost of Tsushima. I turned off the English hmm. language and put Excellent. it on the Japanese, and it just elevates it to a whole new level. Just pure immersion. It was great. So, yeah, totally on board with that. So I am totally on board. Um, yeah, anything else, Tom, or just no? I've been tail? very, I've been very restrained this week. Uh, it's no, no, no triple titles. It's one, one game. I'm maturing. This Letting is, the this side is... down. Letting the side down. This is not the first week this has happened as well. I need to have a team meeting at High Scores Towers. I'm turning over a new lease, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and then that brings us to you, Josh. Tell me, what are you playing? Uh, much in the same vein of as Darren, I finished the game, got the platinum for it like half an hour, an hour ago. <laughs> um, uh, it was Prince of Persia and the Lost Crown, the Ooh. new Metroidvania uh, yeah. Prince of Persia re reboot that's come out. I suppose yeah, reboot yep. rather than remake. Um, it's brilliant. I was shocked. I was. I remember when it was first announced, and I went, uh, <laughs> "This it looks Fortnite graphics. It looks a bit meh." And then I've played it and gone. This is one of the best Metroidvanias I've played in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, it is sprawling. Um, it's so easy to get lost. It just kept getting bigger and bigger. I was like, oh, no, this is this is ridiculous. And then by the end of it, I've got about 17 different abilities. It's like, yep, this is about as Metroidvania as you can get. And everyone's going, yeah. it's, it's sort of like a Metroidvania. I'm like, you've never played Metroidvania, clearly. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. But they've done a good job. The story is interesting. There's enough nods to the old... Uh, not Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia games, mm -hmm. you know, like you swing on your beams and you can like turn direction, you do that little hand stand switch on the top yep. of it. And I'm like, that's nice. And they've got outfits that look like the original one and then extra ones that look like from the other games, you know, it, 
it feels great throughout it. Um, the collection grind up at the end, whew, that's, a, that's a burn as well. I think I finished <laughs> about 19 hours. I think the Platinum took me 30 hours. So it was oh, 10 hours of me. running around the map just picking stuff up <laughs> when there is no guide to them as well. You have to just find them. Uh, it, it does have that mechanic though, doesn't it, where you can take a character has a, a camera you can take a photo of it and it puts it on your map Am I right? so you that's... pick up these uh marks you can get like mm -hmm. a certain number i think it's about 25 in the game that i found but if you go somewhere and you can't reach it because you haven't got the ability yet you mm -hmm. can just put a marker on your little world map and it can go there you also can buy maps so it uncovers more of the area that you may not have explored and mm -hmm. you can also buy hints with currency that you find in the game um, which are like 30 a pop, and by the end of it, I had 20,000 of the currency. So you're like, <laughs> if I need a hint, it's Buy you know, <laughs> like just just tell me where everything is. So <laughs> it's it's pretty easy with it's pretty nice with that. So it's 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 kind, but poor. Some of the puzzles, like you know, platforming puzzles, are yeah. absolutely murder <laughs> to the point where I've walked away quite happily. Gone, right, we're not dealing with you again today. We're going to go play some Power Wash Simulator just to clear my mind. <laughs> I'll come back to you later. Clean your mind. I think you'll find. I'll watch it. Dozens of us who play this game. It's great. It's such a such a dad game. I'm sorry. It really is. It's like, let's have some fun. Let's power wash this play park. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 <laughs> well, if you, if you don't like that, there's another game I've been playing, which is like Power Wash but in space. Oh yay! You have to be playing this. I have been playing. Hard Space Shipbreaker, which came out on PS Plus Extra this month, yeah. where you basically cut off and clear up debris from space like space stations and have to incinerate it and move it into other Incredible. areas, and you can play online. So yeah, if you do, don't go, you go power wash. I could do that myself. You can't do that this yourself. No, but it it does put you into about one point six billion in debt, which we can all do, and most of us are on our way there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Especially if the current government stays in, uh, we, we will all be <laughs> 1.6 in debt by 2027, 100%. <laughs> um, on the topic of Prince of Persia, on a scale of difficulty, I, I love Metroidvania's, on a scale of difficulty, is it more towards guacamole difficulty or is it Hollow Knight? Um, I would say this is... So I'm looking at the last ones I've played... I would say more approachable than a Blasphemous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I would say easier than Blasphemous because Blasphemous can be quite punishing. Um, yeah. It's just the puzzles more difficult. Um, I probably put on level ugh, first few levels of Metroid Dread, that sort of level of difficulty. So probably easier, easier than Hollow Knight. Harder than Guacamole because that is that's a very easy game. Yeah, it <laughs> Let's really be honest. Is, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a good game. It was a great game. It's a great game. Um, which brings me to me, I suppose. I have been playing two games this week. One of them was Metal Gear. The other one has been Gran Turismo Seven. Actually, I've gotten Ooh. back into that. So I'm sorry, <laughs> Cardinal. Are you Cardinal Smith in disguise? <laughs> what it is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, what actually happened was I, when I got Gran Turismo Seven, I. I couldn't believe my playtime. I saw the PlayStation 70 hours, 70 hours on no PlayStation way. 4, and then 7 or 8 hours on the PlayStation 5 when they upgraded it. Um, but no, I actually got remote play working on the Steam Deck, and it is flawless. And I have been playing Gran Turismo 7 in bed, and I have been loving it. Absolutely loving it. I have not played that game in a while, but what a game. What a game. 
I can't believe your wife lets you have a race car bed. That's real nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the noises I make when I'm driving it, but not really a noiser. You know, sometimes it's sofa for me. That's the parts of separate bedrooms, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, GT7, I have finally, I got stuck in one of the cafe menus, the Porsche one, where you have to do three different races, but they're 650 horsepower races and i was struggling the only car i had close to it was an electric porsche and okay. they finally raced it enough to get enough miles to get enough credits to upgrade the brakes and lower the weight and stuff on it and that sort of pushed me over the edge for it but yeah what a game it's absolutely superb i forgot how good gt7 is apparently coming to it PC was, as well it was the game that i had in my basket when it was on offer like last month and then i forgot about it and it went back up to full price so it's it's not getting bought anytime soon <laughs> i do that with it every sale i look at grand tourist when i go maybe this is the day yeah and i never buy it i just play the 17 need for speeds on various platforms <laughs> and they'll they'll do me for now yeah i recommend gt7 it is superb mm. but see with the dual sense controller the haptic feedback on it is just incredible you feel everything on the road everything even balls of rubber as they come off tires if you drive with them you feel them it's a brilliant game oh, class brilliant game it's quite sterile because <laughs> it's gt it's but... Christmas, yeah yeah, it's, yeah. A bit, it's a bit of a dad game really as well I <laughs> yeah yeah very much so <laughs> very much so i had up until this week i have been playing forza horizon on nice. on um... got a type don't you yeah, uh, not, not really. Not usually. I'm usually not into racing. This is not usually a lover game. Which, yeah, uh, anything felt the need for get, speed. But, as but exactly. going from online in Forza to Gran Turismo is like night and day. Everyone in Forza just wants to absolutely ram rage you. It's just like the first up until the first corner it is just carnage of cars mm. everywhere. People spinning out, people flying. It's just crazy. Whereas GT Seven, it's all very oh hello sir, <laughs> jolly good day for a race. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just so polite and it's just like what is going on here well, absolutely taking the corners and not using me to get around the corner that's yeah. that's delightful thank you it's, <laughs> it's crazy i think i was having an online race the other day on gt7 and someone got kicked for exceeding the race limits <laughs> the track limits and i was You're like what joking. I'm not even kidding. It was about turn four in, I think it was Suzuka, Suzuka Long, and he overshot it and went into the, just in, before he hit the tire wall, but just caught himself and then drove it back on. All of a sudden, boom, kicked. See you later, mate. Mental. <laughs> that's like, that. that's why I like to see decisive action taken here. Yeah. He gained the race, adva <laughs> <gained the> race <laughs> advantage. <laughs> Yeah, I can believe it. I was like, oh, that would never happen in Forza. Everyone, no one drives the track in Forza, let's be honest here. Everyone's <laughs> humping the bloody curbs and jumping over the carpet. It's crazy. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's hoping for another burnout. That's all this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, have you ever played online breakfast? Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Where it's like the last food in humanity is at the end of the track. <laughs> I, I, I may have broke John Sherry in a, in our one of our challenges for breakfast, so the less said on that, the better. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> it is the funniest thing to watch. We watched it's, the footage. You just see him hitting that billboard. And you can almost see him putting the Quit controller the down and walking away <laughs> before going, no, I'll finish the race and coming back. The car just sits there for ages. 
I've been there. that moment where I did it and went, I'm going to regret this, <laughs> but I need points. So yeah. what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you guys do tend to have like a, uh, a theme of racing based games and people walking away and quitting. Cause I mean, Cardinal did the same one. Was it trials fusion? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Two races. I'm gone. I'm not doing this anymore. I hate it yeah. so much. I won't even show up for the recording. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part was, is that I, that lesson or that lesson, that episode, we had this idea of four races. Whoever loses it drops out. And then we were like, no, actually, it'll be too short. So we'll just do a series of races, 10 races. Everyone does it. But then it was just a cum- cumulative. And we did explain it to everyone. Okay, now here's the crack. We're going to do this instead of this. We are not doing this. We are not doing this. He loses the race and just drops out. He's like, Bennett. <laughs> take the L. That's all he did. Yeah. I'll take yeah. a zero points. I no play deal. trials solo and I get it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's the kind of game where you're like, no. <laughs> Peace just, out, lads. It hits a point where you're just like, I lack the skill to, yeah. to complete this game. So see you later. Thanks very much. Ubisoft. For real in my life. <laughs> well, that's what we all say about Ubisoft because we're getting comfortable not owning our games. <laughs> like, that's so what else then? Breaking uh, sales records. To, to bring it to the bring it bring it in a little bit. But what, what else have we been playing outside of G7? That's it, mate. The odd game of Street Fighter 6, just for the Capcom, the obligatory Capcom. Uh, there we are, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to do combo trials with Ken because I got stuck on. Hard six, I think it is. Um, yep, couldn't even get the hard six. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get past intermediate three. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Sight, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Went online to try to gain some confidence back in my Street Fighter skill, but no, no, absolutely pummeled. It's one of those ones. It's one of those ones. <laughs> so it is, but yeah, that's it. Just GT7's the main one. GT7's the main one. I put about six, seven hours into GT this, this week. Nice just pure addicted again um the best part was i turned on the playstation 2 i brought brought the uh, last of us part two down put it in the playstation with every intention in the world of purchasing the upgrade for the playstation 5 and then just saw gt and i was like nah i'll play that well now i'll play that instead <laughs> pair the last of us part two still beside the playstation <laughs> it's cover please play me they're going endure and survive <laughs> <laughs> You know what you did. (laughs) (laughs) So so with all that out of the way, Thomas, that brings us to the main section of the podcast, which is discussing our backlog games. This week we're discussing games that are in our backlog that probably shouldn't be in our backlog and the reasons why they are there. I can... I'm going to go all clairvoyant on us right now and I think... All of our games on our backlog are probably there for the same reason, because we bought them to play them and then got distracted by another game. <laughs> but tell me, Tomahawk, what game is on your backlog that you wish to discuss with us? What is the interesting story behind this game being on your backlog is what I'm asking. So the, it's a bit of a toss up, though. I've got a couple on my list here. The, way, the main one has a funnier story, I think. So we'll go with that one. Go for it. Uh, the first game in my backlog that I think I want to get out into the open is monster hunter rise Disgrace. it was a drunken purchase because <laughs> you told me that the dlc and monster uh, sunbreak and rise were 25 pound and you Factual were correct yeah, yeah it actually yeah. was it's consumer advice for you there you're welcome everybody um so i bought that on a drunken night out because i was like <laughs> lover said it was good 
it must be good. The problem is, I remember how much you had said you'd put into it on the on deck. the Steam Deck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was just like, for for what we do as a podcast, it's a lot of micro game and a lot of micro blogging about said games. I don't want to see myself in ten years and go. If only I could get that dragon slain and use his, <laughs> his uh, bones for armor. I, I I want to love this game, and I've played it for a couple. I've done a couple of hunts, and I really, really enjoy. I enjoy the mechanics. I enjoy the what the game wants to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I just think the main blocker for me is I need to play it with people and not just myself. Yeah, you do, yeah. That's it. It, it, it. It's not a game that deserves to be in my backlog, but it's only there for the fact that. I would play it for eternity. Yeah. And we'll get it's, no other it's games. It's a lifestyle. It. That's it, it. It, it really is. It's, it, it's, a, it's a commitment. So it is. Once you yeah. start playing Monster Hunter, you're, you're now in a marriage with, with your game. Yeah. You're committed to it fully, and you shall not cheat on it. And it's a great game as well. <laughs> no, it <laughs> is. I really, great, like, great I've really enjoyed it. I think they do. It's very data heavy at the start. You know, getting contracts, customization, and all that kind of jazz. But once you're sort of out in the world and you, you're tracking and you're hunting and stuff. I think it is very much a game that is built for several players in mm-hmm. one lobby, like. But mm-hmm. I, it's, I will get to it. Its biggest flaw is that it assumes too much knowledge in the player's part. I feel it doesn't. It explains some stuff. It's like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do the other thing. But then it explains absolutely nothing after that introductory part. It doesn't explain anything it took me about 12 hours to realize that the body parts that i was cutting off these monsters are craftable items and used to make weapons and armor it took me ages i was like why is this game so hard why is i'm leveling up my sword here and it's doing no damage and then i realized oh hold on i can use those bones and imbue it into my sword and then all of a sudden your sword does massive damage it took me Do you ever think the capcom are just gaslighting us Quite possibly, yes. Possibly. Quite the possibly. Whole, the whole Monster Hunter series, uh, one of the few games that somehow simultaneously have far too much tutorial and not enough tutorial. Yeah. It's like it holds your hand super tight as it walks you over the cliff edge and then just lets go. <laughs> it's like, work it out. You, you should have oh. walked this way. <laughs> so here's your 14 different weapons. Have fun. How do I use them? You'll figure it out. <laughs> Will I game? Will I? That that is exactly that's exactly it, and it's just like, oh, you want to upgrade this? Well, you can't until you upgrade the others, even though you're not using yeah. them. You're like, oh, cool, cheers. <laughs> it is a great game. It is a great game. It does not deserve to be languishing in the dark recesses of your backlog, Tomahawk. I think I was looking out. at it earlier, and it says my playtime's like two hours. So I bought it's it maybe about at the start of December. So I've catching up to do, and I'm aware of this. I'm the same. I'm two hours into it, and I bought it day of release. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got no intention of returning to it. It's got no intention. Okay. Wow. Controversial. Controversial opinion. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great game. I, I'm not a Monster Hunter fan. I just bought it. Um, I actually got it in a humble bundle. Actually, it was part of a humble bundle, the Capcom thing, just before it December, and I was like, ah, I might as well play it. It's there. I loved it. I think I put just 30 hours on the, on the remember, deck yeah. and then double dipped on the PlayStation. <laughs> of course you <laughs> and did. And then put another 10 hours, I think, in the PlayStation. But yeah, I haven't played in a while, but definitely get back to it because it is a bloody superb game. So it is. So Monster Hunter Rise, Tom. Sort, sort that out. 
Sort it out. In your backlog because it's intimidating you. Wow. Yeah, you say intimidating, but yes, it's exactly that. It's intimidating. <laughs> the the yeah. sheer scope of the game is, I can't. I, it, but the, I've, I've written this in the um, given the given the format of the podcast, it's something I don't want to fall back into. Brackets alien isolation. So you tell me why I don't want to go back to this game and why it <laughs> has to stay in the backlog. So seven years. Die on this hill, okay? Seven years to complete a twenty-hour game. Love that. Well, that is a lot increments. That's I it. feel like we should get in contact with the people at Guinness Game and World Records because <laughs> <laughs> that has to be like the longest completion time for Alien Isolation seven years. Mm-hmm. And four months. I get bullied on this podcast <laughs> far too much, but then I hear it back and I go, Actually, this was possibly justified. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm gonna say. I also bought that around day of release, and uh, I haven't finished it either. Wow! <laughs> Gosh, did I ever tell you my new best friend? Yeah. <laughs> the game is. The question is: Is that game in my backlog? Yes, is the answer. I'll, I'll tell you now. <laughs> Again, it's another Quality. great game. It's, it's one of the best horror games ever made, in my opinion. It is mm-hmm. superb. It's really, really good. Frustratingly difficult in parts, like Bob. What game isn't? What game isn't? And speaking of games, Tomahawk, are you, gentlemen, all ready to try to name some games? Oh, yes. Always. Then let's go for it. Let's name a game. Name that game, then. Name that game for the uninitiated. It's back. It's back. (laughs) And it's bringing some gas with it as well. Uh, (laughs) Name that game is me spending far too much time on Amazon, uh, scrolling through games to buy and possibly never play. And also reading customer reviews. I have got a massive collection of customer reviews, and I'm going to read them. And it is these guys' job to guess that game. It's really, really easy. Ready? Today's theme for name that game are these are all games that are currently residing in my backlog. <laughs> and there is another wee theme run through it, but it's We'll get into game one. Are you all ready? I'll read the review. Try to let me read the review. After review, everyone gets one guess, and then I'll do one clue. Everyone gets a further guess, and then there's three clues. If any of you can get it, then it's a point. If you can't, then it's no points. And we have three games to try to avoid a draw. So if two people have got a game, whoever that third person is, try not to guess the third one. Just <laughs> out, bud. <laughs> Help us out here, bro. Hit the showers. <laughs> Cardinal's not here. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, I will preface this game by saying The Last of Us Part 2 is not one of the games Okay, so let's try to Keep that off our lips Right, so game number one then Game number one Is a very interesting game Which is really centred on mental well-being And how abuse Can inflict long-term damage over time It's a very rare sort of game That explores very personal issues That some people might feel A little overwhelmed by it's not a scary game per se, but it does have some scary experiences that will leave you unsettled. These are also skippable in-game, so by no, mean, no means do you have to go through the process at any stage. I would recommend the game to anyone that wants a strong narrative experience, which is also thought-provoking. 9 out of 10, in my personal opinion. Gentlemen, name that game. I've got an idea of what I think it is. Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go through them quickly. I'm gonna go with Life is Strange, and I'm gonna Ooh. go. With, I'm gonna go with just the original Life is Strange. Okay. 
It is not. The life is strange. Is it what remains of Edith Finch? It is not what remains of Edith Finch. Pretty solid guess, though. All right, thanks. I just need to throw the end of the bus like that. <laughs> <laughs> is it Limbo? It is not Limbo. It is not Limbo. Okay, clue number one. It is apparently... Now, this is unverified statistics here. It is the first indie game to launch in the US and UK with Italian as the default language. Name that oh, game. Oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I almost went for a Portuguese game then. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is. But I can't remember it now. This is true to, true to form. It's not The Last of Us, Tom. It's not that. I, yes. To be fair, when you did the initial review, I'm like, God, it sounds like the last of us, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't told is me it, it wasn't. Oh, is it Martha is dead? Is it Martha is dead? Ooh. It is Martha oh, is nice. dead. Definitely. Well nice. done. Well done, Tomahawk. That was a good. Yeah, I didn't think you would get that. But yeah, it's one of the games on my uh, backlog. And ironically, the reason I bought it was because of the censorship thing when it came out. Remember that? <laughs> the Sony PlayStation version is more censored than the Switch. <laughs> it's like, oh, it curse. <laughs> what? I tell you, my other guess was going to be It Takes Two. And then as soon as you said about abuse, I was like, oh, It Takes Two. It's definitely not that. <laughs> Do you see what they did to that elephant? <laughs> <laughs> right. We will return to name that game after we hear... What is in Josh's backlog? Right, um, backlog. Everything. I thought everything. <laughs> um, I was talking beforehand. <laughs> I probably got about four, five hundred, six hundred digital games in my PlayStation <laughs> category. So I thought I'll have a little look at some physical games. So I grabbed some off the shelf of games that I haven't played. Um, and you can hear the crinkle here. of the rap that, uh, that, that, that speaks <laughs> one, volume. One there. literally is still in its, in its wrapper. Yeah, I haven't opened that. Um, of those, though, I think I'm going to go for one that's going to just, just to rile up Lover more than anything else. I took Capcom game. What is it? Resident oh. Evil 4, the remaster, I, is in my backlog, um, and I haven't gone back to it. Now, everyone loves Resident Evil 4. Yep. I think it's the da- starts the downfall of uh, the Resident Evil franchise, personally. Oh, but um... controversial. <laughs> uh, Wowzers! Two's is, two is the best one, um, and this is a solid re- remake. Um, although everyone lost their mind over this, and that's part of the reason I wanted to be controversial with that. But also, I'm ho- the reason with most of my backlog is because I'm a horrible trophy hunter, um, and I want the platinums in games. And I know the best way to do it. And the best way to do it with Resident Evil 4 is to go into mercenaries beforehand and get a really good pistol upgrade. And I cannot do it. So um, <laughs> the rest of the game is left unplayed. <laughs> so, um, and also, I did, I did start off again and I forgot about Chainsaw Mask Man and he beat me up oh, continually yes. for 20 minutes because I kept trying to fight him rather than <laughs> the easy solution. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it just beat me a little bit and I was I was just being it was being stupid more than anything else. But yeah, it's it's this initial the inane drive I've got to get the trophies and that's part of the reason it's sort of um kept me at arm's length um rather than going for it. Incredible, incredible. I don't even own Resident Evil 4 remake, you know. I haven't even got round to buying it yet. 
So well, um, yeah, that was a day one release as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a very swanky cover as well for those. Who yeah, like, if you want, show it up, show it again for it's our. It's the uh, steelbook. steelbook, steelbook version. Yeah, That's it's fabulous it's great. Looking. It's it's beautiful. Um, I, no, I'm I a sucker for playing. I have been playing the Resi 4 remake and I I like it, but I think I touched on this a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago with Love It. It's not as good as I remember the original being. And yeah. to be in the conversation for Game of the Year because it's a big spangly remake is possibly not. But I get where you're coming from. It kind of is just a bit of a bit of a grind, really. Especially if you're looking at the trophies. Yeah. Some obscure ones in that. I mean, Resident Evils always have obscure trophies, but mm-hmm. seven really enjoyed going for the platinum on that. Eight, I'm enjoying going for the platinum on that. It's just four. I don't know. I think it's because everyone's sung its praises so much. I go in there, I just feel deflated in the game. I'm like, this is this is fine. This is a really good. This is a good game, but it's not. It's not the second coming of Christ. I'll tell you that much. Which is <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what people are pretending it is. You know, so harsh truths here. I love it. I love it. But love yeah. It. If you tell me I'm going to play Resident Evil 2 again, I'll be all over that before no, I play Resident Evil 4. Yeah. 2 is great. Two, but 2 is great, but I think the foundation for 2 was stronger than 4, to be honest. I really, yeah, really yeah. love 4. Um, I do see the argument for it starting the, the downfall of Resident Evil. It turned Resident Evil from the horror game into like the summer blockbuster almost. Um, mm-hmm. But 4, the OG version of 4 is almost perfect for what it was. It, it knew exactly what it wanted to do and what it wanted to be, and it executed it absolutely perfectly. Plus, it revolutionized gaming and all their sort of business. So I, it, I, yeah, I, mi- I missed 4 out when it originally came out. I was busy playing Silent Hill 2 and stuff like that, and I was like much more enjoying game. my... I was enjoying my, like, you know, this is survive and hope for the best, <laughs> rather than yeah. shoot your way out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I originally played Resi 4 on the Wii. But the point of controls, <laughs> the best way of playing, the best way to play it's it, the yeah. best way to play it. It's, it's it great is, fun. It is the most approachable way of playing Resident Evil Four. I would still say Resident Evil Four, the Wii edition, is the best way of playing the original Four. Hundred percent. I had like a really positive opinion of how it played, and then I picked it up. I think I had it on PC playing the controller. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, is <laughs> what is going on? Here? I don't remember it being this hard. <laughs> I don't have free. I remember buying yeah. the or the Resi Four on the GameCube because I bought the mm. Resi Four limited edition GameCube as well with it secondhand. Nice. So I spent yeah. about, I spent about thirty quid and had the lovely silver gamecube and then played the game and i was like i still to this day hate the gamecube controller to be honest like but it made it made resi 4 quite playable that way and i enjoyed it i, I enjoyed it on the gamecube port to be fair the only, the only thing you're missing is the gamecube exclusive uh chainsaw the chainsaw controller, controller. yeah <laughs> i always yeah. wanted it so bad <laughs> and partly Just... it is the worst thing oh. ever created <laughs> it looks so it's... unbalanced <laughs> Just bulky, cumbersome, yeah. an absolute nightmare to use. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. It's not just a chainsaw. I know. <laughs> your analog stick on one side, yeah. your buttons on the other, and your menu buttons on top. So, sure, why not? I've just <laughs> opened it on Google here. If I had to ask you guys to guess how much it's cost and used on eBay. Boxed or unboxed? Uh, this is unboxed. Right, to wonder what. I'm going to go with it by, I think when it came out, with the, it came out boxed with the game and it was 80 or 90 quid so i'm gonna say 250 i want to go i was gonna say 2 300 yeah mm-hmm. i'm going higher i want to go 480 for that it so. is 350 pounds yeah. on 
eBay, the first listing on eBay that yeah, I saw I here. So, yeah. and it it looks horrific. It's a oh, chainsaw. Yes. It's a chainsaw, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what more do you need? I I was really hopeful that when Seven came out, because the chainsaw was so prolific in Seven, they were going to do one for the for the other controllers of the play, uh, PlayStation. But it never came. I I don't know. They they missed they missed the trick there. <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the I think the time has elapsed for gimmick controllers yeah. now. To be fair. Uh, it's yeah. had its wi- it's had its window. It has. It has. I'd still buy it, but that's because you know you've seen me. I'll buy things day one and never play them. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the consumer they want. I'm not gonna problem. lie. Once you picked up, once you picked up all those boxes, and I heard the the rap, I was like, I'm not the only one. Thank oh, God. There's only there's only one in there, and it's Valkyrie Elysium, which I only bought on a whim because it was like <laughs> five pounds. <laughs> Any game's worth a fiver. That's what I say. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I have so many games still in the wrap. So many games. One of which I'm going to be talking about later on in this episode. <laughs> uh, so Resident Evil 4, the remake then, Josh, is, yep. is your game that is on your backlog, but probably shouldn't be. Which means we are ready to go back to name that game, folks. <laughs> game number two. Keep in mind, the theme is games that are in my backlog. These are games that I have bought digitally and have never even installed on the system. All right, so game number two is, if you remember the glory days of Resi, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, etc., you're sure to love this carbon copy of classic survival horror tropes, albeit with the modern controls you'd want. The unwieldy camera angles, clunky but strangely compelling combat, Oppressive atmosphere, finding notes to piece the story together, limited saves by using cassettes. It's all present and perfectly implemented to create an authentic late 90s horror experience in 2021. The relentless and frequently obtuse puzzles are also present, though some are better implemented and fairer than others. Overall, a fine game on a shame to celebrate the genre, warts and all. Gentlemen, name that game. I thought I had it until you said cassettes, and that threw me. That's what threw me, and I was like, "Mm, that's not what I was thinking it was. Um, It's a a tough one. Deadly Premonition. Tis not Deadly Premonition. Is it it Signalis? Tis not Signalis. Okay. Oh, I think there was a new Amnesia game around that time, so I, but I can't remember the name of what it was. It was probably what you've already said. I w- I'm going to say the one I wanted to think of originally, which wasn't cassettes. It's going to be wrong. Is Phobia St. Dinfilla Hotel. Because... It is not Phobia. It is not Phobia. Clue... of our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number one is it, it was developed by Dual Effect, an abstract digital name that game if anything i'm further away now yeah i'd never heard of these two developers <laughs> here's a clue there's red on the cover <laughs> that would be more helpful <laughs> that might be a clue number two <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything but your clues where it's like this was developed for the ps4 there is now a ps5 version for it is basically two clues that are the same clue i'm gonna be honest and they still struggle to get it i'm helping them i'm helping them out they still go the last of us party <laughs> so name that game he wants to make the cassettes is a very 
It's a specific thing. It's a massive clue. A massive clue. It, like, sparked something off in my brain, but I don't know what the connection is. I don't think it's this, but I'm going to say the mortuary assistant. It is not. Is it the asymmetric multiplayer at the Resident Evil? Resistance? Resistance? Yeah. It is not that, mate. Oh. Forgot about that even exists. I figured that, so Capcom. I figured that the, it's the cassettes. It's very it's Resident Evil's the only game that I'm aware that does it. So why would you why would that ever be emulated? Is my thinking because it was a genre trope. You're a genre Resident trope. Evil was <laughs> the most famous, but not the only game to use limited saves. Go on, Darren. Um, I I barely have a title. I was gonna say whatever. Just the newest, like Alone in the Dark, is <laughs> Illumination or whatever it is. It is not that. It is not Alone in the Dark Illumination, although not a million miles away. Okay. Not a million miles away. All right, so this game, clue number two, this game takes elements of Resident Evil and Silent Hill. So it takes the Resident Evil look, but places it inside a, a Silent Hill aesthetic. So it is very gory. And very body horror-ish. Name that game. That's a massive clue. Is uh, it Blair Witch? It is not Blair Witch. I, oh, 2021 it said in there as well. Which makes me... Is it... It's not um, Outlast Trilogy, whatever the third one was called. It was not. It is not that. I can't remember what you call the third there was a third one. I think it came was. out as a trilogy, and I can't remember what yep. the third one was called. Can't remember what the third one's called either. But no, it's not. It's not amnesia. Um. So like, e- evil within two or something like that. It is not evil within. You're further away than what where's your last one. Yeah. You said body horror. I thought evil within, and I thought, nah, it's not gonna be that rubbish. Who's got that in their back catalog? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like I can see the game, but I can't think what it's called. Evil Within 2 is one of the games in my backlog that is still wrapped. Good. I, I got it in it there. <laughs> I, it's a great story. I went into Asda one day and they were, you know, sometimes Asda just fire seal stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I picked up Prey and the Evil Within and the Evil Within 2 for a grand total of £12.50. I think Plus. you overpaid, to be honest. <laughs> you're, you, they should have been paying you to take away the Evil Within. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's great. The first one's great. Um, are you ready for clue number three? Everyone's guessed and got it wrong. Yep. Yeah. This one, this is a yeah. hard game. This is a hard game. Okay. okay. So this was released in 2021. It released on PlayStation 4. It released on Xbox One and PC. And I believe Switch. But don't quote me on the Switch thing. It is a survival horror with static camera angles. Name that game. You'll kick your shells when I tell you the name of it. Yeah, I, I will. Can you describe the front cover, Darren, so I can get it? No, like, I'm... <laughs> I'm just picturing it. Um, I really don't know. I got it is a tough awful. one. It is a tough one in fairness. Um, I was just scrolling. It... Going ahead, Tom? It's not like Five Nights at Freddy's, is it? It's it is not Five Nights at Freddy's. Like 
That's not Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I'm not game theory, mate. <laughs> now looking at games on my on my shelf that I haven't played. Just in case they might. Nah, they're not very good, Nathan. Just for Xbox, maybe Switch. I'm pretty sure it came out for a Switch, but don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure it did. Also came out in Steam. I'm going to go with Don't Knock Twice. Tis not. Tis not that. You're like, I don't even know what that game is, and no one should, but, you know. No. Give it a it sounds like a really cheap indie horror game. It is. Yeah. <laughs> kind of along the lines of, like, Pinewood Drive, whatever. Since I've already out, I decided to and better idea what it might be now, but that was, was, the, that, was that was the last clue, wasn't it? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Go on, Darren. Last guess. Bring it home. Bring um, it home. Pull it out of the hat here. I'm, I'm going to guess a game I know it isn't, but it's the only thing I've got relatively close to it. It's not like devotion or that sort of thing. Tis not devotion. No. The I can game... like, hear a discussion of the game, but I can't get the title. The game was, in fact, Tormented Souls. Never in a million years. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No. Don't even know what that game is. It looks great. It, okay. it does look great. <laughs> once, it was one of those ones, once it came out, I bought it digitally and never even installed. It's one of those ones. And apparently it's great. Um, yeah, so that brings us down there. So after two oh, rounds, I know Tormented Souls now. This is the one, isn't this the game that came out and Resident Evil Eight had a problem because of the Propeller Man was based on something very similar to something yes. in Tormented Souls. That's right. Yes, yes. Literally, just need to see, just need to see the picture, and then I knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cover is very distinctive. Mm. To- completely rips off Resident Evil 4 as well in my opinion it's oh, Resident yeah. Evil 4 style cover I just had a wee google of it there it's like, one of the biggest difficulties a player can face while playing Tormented Souls is the fact that enemies are everywhere and they are difficult to avoid <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. the hardest part of the game is the game uh... <laughs> is surviving and in a survival horror that's just not on <laughs> not about that life <laughs> right so that is after two rounds of name a game Tomahawk you're winning, mate. All you need to do is get the third game, and you're ho- home and hosed in a whitewash. No, no pressure. pressure. At really worst, bad. you're going to draw. At worst, you're going to draw. I may. That's how bad you guess is minus one point. <laughs> <I'm saying that>. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that we can go back then to our backlogs. Darren, it's your on. turn to tell us now. Tell me. What game is in your backlog? It probably shouldn't be there. Um, there's a game that's like emblematic of my backlog, and it's a game that's been in there so long, it's been remastered before I played it. <laughs> um, because that game is The Last of Us Part Two. Incredible. <laughs> so which that I bought on sale, one. I think, oh, six months sorry. after it came out. That um, is incredible. What... <laughs> Watched its price drop, and for a little while, didn't play it just out of spite that I'd paid too much for a game I hadn't played yet. Yeah, and it would go on sale again for like ten pound less. We're like, ah, oh, come on, <laughs> I'm on now. <laughs> and I still haven't played it, and I have no better reason than I. I just don't want to be sad. Yeah, like every yeah. time I look at it, I look at all the options I have in front of me. I'm like, I could go to any of these, and I see it. I'm like, that's just like two weeks of depression and i don't need that 
Yeah. Which it, question's it, really why I bought it. Because <laughs> I knew what all, it was. We're all at heart a little bit sadistic and we all yeah. want to be emotionally tortured. You want to be emotionally uh, challenged by a game. You want to be challenged, not just in the gameplay, but in the themes and what it's sort of presenting to you. Yeah, it is a hard game to play. It's one of those games, yeah, yeah I played through it, completed it, instantly restarted it, beat it a second time, and then I'm kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to buy the inside now. I want to buy the upgrade, like, and I'll probably play it three of it when I do. Like, but yeah, what a game! What a great game! Absolutely unreasonable amount of discourse online. Absolutely shred on it. I and got the game just by, it's a masterpiece. It really got panned for story and kind of a character, more for it's character arc and character development and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It got it got panned. I'll say it by neckbeards who wanted to be married to Ellie, but unfortunately, she ain't interested in you. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, it's, it's a better game than the first one. I mean, I did the same as you. Yeah. I, I beat it. I then went back. I got the platinum on it. I bought the physical copy of part two because I didn't have it originally. I did it digitally, and uh, the wife is now playing part one. So I thought I'll buy the physical copy so she That's can play it, part yeah. two when it comes out. And it's an excuse for me to buy another game. Um, so I can't wait to put that in because I haven't actually installed it. I bought it day one release. It's only a week now, but, you know, I'll put it in eventually <laughs> to play it. We said they announced the £10 upgrade path. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. I'll, I'll pay £10. So I'll still have paid <laughs> below retail price. <laughs> for the new version, maybe I'll play it. <laughs> but who in the long run? It, really? it is a masterpiece. I think everyone should play that game mm. at least once. Yeah, form my yeah, form their own opinion of it, and then <laughs> and then discourse it. Yeah, it's a great game. I, I love it. It's one of the very few game series where my wife, my wife has no interest in games at all. Like, but when I played through the Last of Us Part One, she watched it, and then when the Last of Us Part Two, she was like, "I'm gonna watch you play that," um, and watched the entire playthrough. Yeah, she really enjoyed the story. She thought the story was great. So did I. I think because it's one of them games that they over the shoulder, you can just sit back and if you're playing it, you can just dilly your way through the story where you can actually like watch it as a as, mm. as an experience i suppose yeah yeah, yeah yeah call it plus it's a better game than the first it Absolutely. is but i mean and the cutscenes on their own you just i mean she can just t- tune in for the cutscenes because that gives yeah. the main body and it's so beautiful as a game i can't wait to see what it looks like in this upgrade because yeah, that's it yeah and i <laughs> i remember it i remember it coming out and think when they said we're doing it for ps5 i thought didn't this come out on ps5 i remember it being beautiful i know it's just before <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was literally what 2020 yeah yeah it's it like came out, june yeah. 2020 just yeah, like november september yeah because yeah. i had said this a couple of weeks back to yourself love it. it's like yep. you can put it on a release reveal trailer side by sides and then say it's captured on a ps5 with all the bells and whistles but i think it's actually going to be with your own eyes playing the game in the in the moment to actually see the see the difference in it now it'll be the Exactly. I, I think I'm more excited about the, how the haptics and the, the yes. trigger feedback is on the game as well, because I know there's a lot of elements like horseback, or if you're going through the bush and all the dogs are like the dogs are chasing you and stuff like that as well. I want to see how the controller feels in in that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot of little tiny details. I think that's going to make that game bloody stellar, like incredible. incredible. The part one remaster feels great as well with the controller on PS5. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well worth it. <laughs> Not on a shill. I've already gone over this. I'll buy everything. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It's like I already bought Last of Us Part One on PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four. I don't think I need it again. But once it goes on sale, I'll definitely buy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
it's only right thing to do. Um, <laughs> so the Last of Us Part Two, absolute shocker! Can't believe PlayStation yeah. fan out there. It's not played the Last of Us. Sort that out. Sort that out. Sort that out. And speaking I'll of stole sorting... it, look at it for a month, and then delete yeah. my space. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I think, part, I think the PlayStation 5 needs 100 gigs as well, so mm. make sure that's clear as well. <laughs> and speaking of clearing things up, let's clear up who's going to win Name That Game by going to game number three. You ready for this one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is game number three is a lot easier than game number two. All right, it is a lot easier. Have you spotted the secondary theme of it not just being games in my backlog? There is a secondary theme to this here. So it is. And here comes game number three. It's a compilation of essential and excellent retro games from the NES, the SNES, Mega Drive, and Game Boy, with Japanese and American versions included. The physical copy is a high-quality release with interior art and a little booklet detailing the games included. Lots of cool extras and emulation features like save states and TV filters. Smiley face emoji. Gentlemen, name that game. Oh, the review just ended. That was really weird. It just went smiley face. That's Done. That's, that's the review. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the dying form of written word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're witnessing it firsthand. <laughs> the, these these Amazon wordsmiths, they're a dying breed. In fairness to this guy, he used punctuation correctly, so that's a massive step up from 99% of the reviews on Amazon, I can tell you that much. Uh, is this the something like the Sega Mega Drive's classic collection? It's a rather good guess. But it is not the Sega Mega Drive collection. I know I shouldn't have gone first. I should have waited. I should have done a tunnel walk and gone, hey, you guys guess, and then I'll go in after all the good ones are gone. And then I'll go watch chances. Said, yeah. I know um, what it is now. Is, is it within <laughs> it's the, the Last of Us Part 2? <laughs> is, is it within the rules to ask for part of the review to be reread? Yeah, no, what, what part? Do I just read the what, whole thing? What smiley face? <laughs> 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 what consoles did they say? Um, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> so it's a collection of excellent retro games from the NES, SNES, Mega Drive, and Game Boy. It's Game Boy that's really throwing me. <laughs> yeah. It's such it was, a wild card. It was a very popular console from the 80s, portable, and had the I greatest know, screen. My time. It's the greatest screen to grace a handheld console or any handheld device of all time. My brain is screaming Castlevania for some reason. Right? But that's that's all I have. It's just, just Castlevania. Just, just Castlevania. Just Castlevania. Yeah, and I know it's not. <sighs> Unless someone can get it closer, we'll see. Well, only Darren can guess. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say Castlevanias. <laughs> no, it's called like the Castlevania Legacy Collection or something like that. <laughs> Legacy Collection, trademark of Capcom. Oh, I don't know what. I'm going to give you both one point. So I am. So what a Tom. way to make sure your team wins, I see. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there's a lot of Castlevania collections. So there are. Um, and the Legacy Collection is Mega Man, 
the one, the game that I was looking for, of course, is the Castlevania Anniversary, Anniversary. Collection. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. What a, what a game collection, by the way. What a game collection. It's one of those ones that I installed, played the game, realized the first one is brutally difficult and can't get past level 4-4, four, four, I think it is. And then was like, I'll try Super Castlevania because that's meant to be easier. And it is easier until that stupid rotating level, which is brutally difficult. This is like, what is this? What do you want me to do, game? And then just bend it. See you later, mate. I can <laughs> confirm I have this exact same Castlevania collection <laughs> just sitting. Mm-hmm. But Symphony of the Night takes priority, so Symphony of the I, Night. I think is I, also I think I said the the, uh, the Mega Man one because that's what I was thinking. That's why I had you <laughs> read it out again. Wires crossed. Yeah, because I was like, it's Mega Man. And then it's like I heard Game Boy after that. Went, Game Boy? <laughs> there was a couple. I didn't hear couple. a single one. <laughs> didn't hear a single console, which is why I guessed Sega. But as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as I would say Castlevania, I'm like, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. 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 So again, this... uh, Tom a point and Darren a point. Just... This doesn't really help that. I do share a podcast with Lover and have a sort of a bit of an in-depth into his psyche, gaming psyche. So yeah, it is what it is. I'll take the win on a technicality. Yeah, yeah so finish two one, <laughs> two one the tomahawk. Bad luck, lads. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> with with great knowledge of Lover comes great depth of what games I play. They're all horror games, by the way. That mm. was the secondary sort of theme of the game. They're all horrors. That's also why I was concerned why the third one would be Mega Man. <laughs> I don't, don't remember that being a horror game. It is horrifically hard. Yeah. So they are. I've had nightmares playing Mega Man Legacy Collection on my PlayStation 4. It's like, how are you meant to do any of this? What does this game want me to do? The only thing that annoys me the most about Mega Man 1, 2, and 3 is that you can't shoot through the level, but the enemies can. And that drives me so crackers. <laughs> and Mega Man 2 is so on for her. Mega Man 2 has all these wee hidden death traps, like lasers that come out of nowhere. And only, you can only see them when you step into the trap. Annoys me. Though. But great game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which means it's just me then to talk about my backlog. So we'll get there now. Right. So my, my backlog game is, I find this really weird sort of theme of my backlog i don't consider myself a big rpg fan but pretty much all the heavy hitters in my backlog are rpgs yep. so i was torn which one to go for um so i went in the end i went with kingdom hearts 2 Ooh. kingdom hearts 2 i have never played kingdom hearts i have never played a kingdom hearts game until about two years ago when i went on a whim and bought the entire series. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play through this series. This and like a I weird did... crossover Disney that nobody ever expected. Final Fantasy. <laughs> it shouldn't work, but the first game is great. I did play through the first one. The first one was great, and then I made the mistake of going online and going, can I just play Kingdom Hearts 2? And of course, you can. all... All of the Reddits and it's like, well, no, you cannot. Show lies. Show lies. Don't do it. <laughs> How dare you ask that question, sir? You must play Chain of Memories and no, you, you must play <laughs> Dream Drop Distance. And I try <laughs> playing all of them, all those spin offs. And I'm putting it out there right now. All those spin offs are awful. 
Nothing Every great. single one of them are <laughs> awful. Dream Drop is the second best Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> They're awful. One hundred percent. And by the time it came, when I after I tried a couple of the spin-offs and I was like, no, I'm not vibing with these at all. I'll just go to Kingdom Hearts Two. I put the disc in with the intention of playing Kingdom Hearts Two, and then I remembered two parts of Kingdom Hearts, and the first one was the Little Mermaid world. Dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. I near dropped the first one at that point. Awful. And then the final boss. And the final boss is th- three phases, and it, the last phase is so, so hard because you're flying, and the flying controls yeah. are awful. Really and I was like, do you know what? I think I need a break from <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. And that, that break has been going on for about two years. <laughs> I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> I know I really should play Kingdom Hearts 2 because Kingdom Hearts 2 is where is the point it's it's generally considered one of the best games on PlayStation 2 and is generally considered one of the best RPGs and stuff like that. I know I should play it and I will but just once I get over the PTSD of trying to fight Ursula in the first Kingdom Hearts. Yes. That, that'll do it. It's my this favorite is... game of all time. This is bread and butter this, to be fair. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> I, I know it's great, but it's yeah, so I, just, good. I just don't have it in my I'm like, I know there's going to be another flying level. I know it. I can feel it. I've seen it, Peter Pan. There sort of is, but it's not nearly as bad in the second one. Like the first one has the problem of being made before they knew how to make games. Yes. So yes. it controls like absolute garbage. Yep. It does not function as a game. Two is far superior, but I also completely understand going, can I just go to it, being told to play Chain of Memories, and not wanting to play anymore after that? That game is it's awful. Rough. It's so bad. It, it it was a Game Boy Advance game, I believe, to it start was, with. Yeah. And it fails every inch of a Game Boy Advance game that had been remade into 3D and changed nothing about it because it is unfair, it is confusing. The story is. is a mess. Yeah. The story is a mess. And the whole thing just controls dreadfully, looks it dreadful. Does. Yeah. And, it, and even the soundtrack, even the soundtrack, how a square, a square game has a terrible soundtrack, I'll never know, but they, they succeeded in Chain of Memories. Yeah. I agree with all these things, but I still love it. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Darren's just is, is streaming all of the Kingdom Hearts game. And he's, mm-hmm. He did Chain of Memories. And I felt like when he was doing it so quickly, and I was like, hmm. I was at that point. I was like, I feel like a cat trying to learn poker here. I've got no <laughs> idea what's going on. Lots of things are moving, and I'm I'm nodding along, but God knows what's happening. And I'd rather yeah. just knock everything on the floor. That's pretty much how I felt at that point. It was it was awful to watch. It's, it's both a game that benefits from having beat it four times, and also a game <laughs> you should never beat four times. Once you get into those later runs, you're like, oh yeah, in my element, playing this stupid <laughs> game crazy. for the fourth time. <laughs> The things we do as content creators, though, as well. This is also a lesson that you should never, ever be uh, fan-driven in your content. If you play the main trilogy, you just play the main trilogy. Don't listen to anybody else. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I can confirm. If you've played Kingdom Hearts 1 and you want to play Kingdom Hearts 2, just play Kingdom (sighs) Hearts 2 before it's too late. (laughs) Because (laughs) if you try any of the other ones, you're never playing Kingdom Hearts 2. You should play the spin-offs before 3, though. Watch no. a YouTube video. Watch a YouTube um, video. Yeah, watch a YouTube video. I, yeah, watch... I always describe Kingdom Hearts like the Marvel films, where yes. the numbered titles are the Avengers. Because you can go from like Avengers 1 to Age of Ultron and probably be fine. 
And then if you try to go from there to Infinity War, you're like, why are they in space? Why are Hulk and Thor together? Yes. What's happened? Yeah. It's like, I, I, I have a rule in life. If I want to watch a movie or play a game and there's homework before I can start playing it, I'm not playing it. Yeah. I, that. I should be able to just stick in a game or watch a movie without having done any prep work or some pre-reads or whatever it might be and just sit down and enjoy it for what it is. But Kingdom Hearts fans, and it is the hardcore fan base that have ruined Kingdom Hearts for everyone else. Because yeah. <laughs> you will get screamed at if you say, I didn't play any of them, I just went straight into two. Hadn't a clue what was going on, but let's be honest, I was never going to have a clue anyway. Because the story is so complicated. Even by the end of the first one, I was like, what is going on? What, what? And I was like, why are they teasing Mickey Mouse? It is clearly Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> we all know it's Mickey Mouse. Why are they teasing it like it's some like, unheard of character? And at the end, he's like, hello, guys. The best like, thing about oh, that as well is it's shirtless Mickey Mouse. He wears a shirt for the rest of the series. And in the one that directly precedes that scene, there is specifically note of him losing his shirt on the way to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years later, they caught it. <laughs> and it's great. Brilliant. It is a game series. Like, I, so love the first one. I love the first one. For all of its faults, the first one is a great, great game. It is mm. brutally hard. Like, the Pretty bosses hard. are just like, you get to it naturally through gameplay, but it becomes very quick that you have to grind to stand any chance of of beating them. And oh, it's just it every sounds like a JRPG, is... that. Sounds like yeah. a JRPG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every boss is exactly that. And some of the levels, like the, the Tarzan levels, dreadful. Atlantica and is awful. Atlantica is honestly one of the worst areas in a game I've ever played. It's yeah. just confusing, controls dreadfully. The music's great, though. One thing I will say about Kingdom Hearts 1 is the soundtrack is phenomenally good. Not for YouTube. Not for YouTube. No. no. One of <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, the bye, only bye, bye. experience of Kingdom Hearts that I have, I haven't played the series myself, but I've watched Darren on uh, your guys' Twitch channel and play it, and as you say, it's a bit of a grind to get through, and some of the bosses have it not, are unnecessarily difficult. Is this accidentally a Souls-like game? Have they just like created a PG, <laughs> a PG Souls-like? Part of me wants to say no, and part of me was playing, I think, Birth by Sleep in the last stream. I'm like, this feels a lot like how I play a Souls-like game, where I, I like, I died, but I learned part of his pattern. So if he starts doing yeah. that attack, I know the block timing. The parrying, like, oh god, it is so like. Uh, no, oh, I was I just been told that question. I was like, no, it's definitely not. And then I had flashbacks of doing the little hotel in the first area before the night boss, and just running mm -hmm. through it, and just running through it, and running through it exactly like I did in Dark Souls One. Yeah, and Bloodborne. What's the uh, the meme <laughs> of the astronaut? It's a Souls like it always has been. <laughs> <laughs> The original Souls like. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I must get round to Kingdom Hearts 2. I Very have good. to, I think, because the first one was great. The first one was great. And that means that the only thing left to do is wrap us all up in a nice little bow like a Christmas present. So let's get the wrap up section. That is it then. Another episode all wrapped up. Nice and neat. <laughs> nice and neat. Um, again, Guys, uh, Josh, Darren, thanks very much for coming in last minute and making it a, a really well, good episode. Yes. Actually, a really good episode. Thank you very much for that. Um, if, if you guys want to 
sort of flash your words again to everyone where they can find you on the internet and where they can find your podcast and stuff like that. Far, far away, do it. You can get that. It's pretty much find us anywhere where you get podcasts. It's at Discount Pods. So that's two C's. And you'll find us on Instagram with that. You'll find us on um, YouTube with that, on Twitch with that, and everywhere you get podcasts. So yeah, just Discount Pods. And just chill by. We haven't we haven't really got like a Discord or anything like that. But you know, we always respond unless we don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who sees it first. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm presuming that people will know you dislike them when they check up on that Twitter message or maybe and they're blocked. <laughs> uh, they're, they're normally in the request section, and they're normally trying to like cash up or something, and then get angry that we haven't responded. But yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I love it. That is great. That is great. <laughs> um, if you want to find anything of ours on the internet, the easiest place to do it is highscoreshighstakes.com. Uh, there you'll find links for all of our social medias. You'll find our links to Twitch, which no one has used Eventually, yet. which we'll, we'll get there. One day. It's there. We, we have the name. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, the important we, part. That's, that is the important <laughs> part. No one can have high scores, high stakes unless they want to message me personally and offer me a good price. I'm open to good offers. <laughs> Um, so highscoreshighstakes.com um, don't forget if you want to get your point of view across about Metal Gear Solid for Game of the Month Club which should be coming in about two weeks time uh, head over to highscoreshighstakes.com find yourself the little post it's right there on the homepage and leave us a comment there and uh, we will read out the very best and also the first person to say that Salt Snake is the most perfect man in video games you're definitely getting read because you're absolutely speaking the truth. So that means with that all out of the way, the last thing for us to do is say, I'll be Mr. Lover Lover. This has been High Scores High Stakes. See you all Monday. Love you all. Bye. Adios.